0: All right, guys. Welcome to Fit Life edited. Um, we well, actually, kind of cool today. We have a question from somebody that's all the way in Germany. Mm Mm-hmm and uh, he used to be a former member. Um, We've actually brought him up in a podcast him and his wife Not too long ago, but this is from our friend Alex all the way in Germany So he's stationed there. He's in the uh, US Air Force uh, Doing his duties um, for country family all that fun stuff So why don't you go ahead and read his question and we'll dive in
1: so yeah So there's some context with this question and I actually really like it. So um the question goes along the lines of that it's he's heard it before that uh leadership drives culture like as far as the area or the company or that that you're in not not per se like the culture of like the city or like the state or the country you're in but just like of the people around you okay so that being said is um uh why is the culture that you create as a leader so important Okay. Which I think is really good. So, but uh, in your respective area or field, right? So whether it's at work or at the gym or with your group of friends, <clears throat> um, I mean, maybe not group of friends um, because it's a, a, a leader. Yeah, yeah. But so it'd be like. Acquaintances,
0: I guess, more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, you want to jump off on this one or you want me to? Go I'm, ahead. So why I think um, the culture I think it's culture and people, mm-hmm. you know, and it's why is that so important um, in terms of like leadership? Because if you don't surround or people that are surrounding a leader or me or you or mm-hmm. anybody, if, if that culture is so polar opposite of what you as a leader um, are trying to accomplish, then you're not going to have, I think, the drive, the same true passion to lead. Mm-hmm. It'll be more conflict than it would be resolution and getting shit done and, and moving forward. Yeah. And so I think surrounding yourself, um, and I, I, I think people have a tendency to migrate to like-minded people. Yeah. Naturally. Oh yeah. So I don't think you ever have to like purposely go out and set a culture. Um, but I also think that a true leader doesn't scheme or plan or anything like that to become a leader. Mm -hmm. I think you can work on those traits of being a good leader. Absolutely. You know, um, but I think leaders for the most part are just natural they're just born that way. And it might be from the culture that they're from Mm -hmm. or the upbringing that they're from, um, you know, just, and a lot of it, personality, I think goes into play with that. And so having this like same like-minded people Mm -hmm. around you is going to keep that positive atmosphere, keep things from getting destructive or counterproductive. Yeah. You know, it's like in our culture or our, you know, as far as like our gym is concerned, you know, there has been times where it just, you know, we're, we'll welcome anybody. You know, you you have to always get a chance to know somebody before you can ever, I think, really make a determination mm-hmm. about a person. And so there has been times where we've had somebody come in and it just wasn't a good fit Yeah, for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. And... Sometimes they, they come to that conclusion on their own.
1: You think it's because they're walking into a culture that's already been created?
0: It might be, yeah. yeah. I, I, I really give it some... Gen- and, it's, and it's not that we purposely created a culture. Um, it just cre- almost creates it itself. It creates itself, yeah. By, again, by the people which... Um, are drawn to you, and you're drawn mm-hmm. to them, and so most of the times we've had people come in, and they figure that out for themselves. Yeah. That and and I want and I tell people, you know, come in, give us a try, mm-hmm. make sure that we are a good fit. Yeah. You know that you, you like our programming, you you like our coaches, you you like how our classes are led. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally brag to everybody. I. We have the nicest people, I think, in Tucson, in any gym, hands down. And so I'm never worried about any of our members just being mean or nasty to anybody, Mm -hmm. ever.
1: Yeah. It's nice to know that that's not ever a worry.
0: Right. But we have like every demographic in here. We have every shape, every size, every athletic ability. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily, I think our culture is broad. Yeah. you know we're we're not home, we're not a typical gym where we're nothing but a bunch of hard bodies yeah you know that's we're not we're competitive but we're not like over the top competitive we're not looking to go out and sign as many people up into like competitions and try mm-hmm. and crush them or anything like that you know it's always just been i, I want to i don't wanna say loose base but yeah maybe loose base and it's just about coming together being healthy warding off the nursing home for as long as we possibly can and we have held on to that for years. Yeah. And so it has happened where somebody has come in and I've and this has been a while. Um I, you know they just they just didn't fit. There was mm-hmm. there's conflict like it was yeah. it was icky conflict and I have had to ask them that to leave and and again it's like that's always tricky.
1: Yeah, and, and it's tough but I mean, you have to weed those.
0: Right. And and sometimes it's, 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 it's hard because you don't ever want to disappoint somebody and Mm -hmm. let them down. And I've only had one really negative experience where I told a gentleman that it just, he wasn't a good fit. Um, He just has, he had a big chip on his shoulder and this was like when we first opened our gym Mm -hmm. and I did it, uh, what I thought personally, as politely as possible. Um, I'm not ever, I wanna say I'm not ever mean, but I'm not bitchy or. Cool. Well, you're not purposely
1: rude no. to humiliate a person. No, like, never. that's never the intent.
0: Well, never even to humiliate. If I'm rude, it's because you have pressed a button. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, then the sharp tongue will come out on yeah. me. But m- most of the time, I'm pretty chill. But this, he was bucking it. Mm-hmm. Like, And I don't even understand why, you know, he would buck it. But he laughed that day, but then. I came in the next morning and he was sitting mm-hmm. in our, and he wanted to continue this conflict and conversation oh. with me. And it was, it kind of got scary at that point. And, you know, it's, so I think honesty is a, a lot to do with being a good leader and having a culture of a certain type that, um, keeps everything moving in a good positive mm-hmm. manner and yeah. if you can have open conversation and you feel that you can be honest with somebody that I think is a good basis for any culture and yeah. our culture I don't think we ever intended to outwardly define it again I just think you're, you're it, drawn it happens to it. right yeah and as a woman's perspective and being a woman as a, a gym owner and as the owner of the business, I, I do have a tendency to probably pull in more women, yeah. Um, and again, it, it's 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 that like mindedness, you know, mm-hmm. where they feel somewhat more secure with a woman owner or woman coaches, you know. And our coaches, we're balanced. We have, you know, two, and well, two. two, well, two and three, because we got Chris on Yeah. Play. So
1: two um, and two and a half. Yeah.
0: <laughs> two and three quarters.
1: Yeah. Christopher.
0: So I don't know. Um, Yeah, this is a good one, man. (laughs) This one really is kind of making me pause and think I'm not rolling it off my tongue like I normally do.
1: Well, because there's a lot that goes into it and depending on like what application you're in, whether you're Kim, the gym owner or your other job or, you know, all kinds of stuff for me at work or me as a coach or me, it, each culture I think is going to depend on the situation where you are and who's around you. Um, Like I said, I agree that maybe culture will develop over time and kind of refine itself. Mm -hmm. But I think in the beginning, everybody kind of has an idea of what they want. Like if you're coming in as a new supervisor, you're coming in as like you opened a gym, like you had, the vision of kind of what you wanted. Like you knew you were not trying to sit here and train games athletes. Like like you knew that wasn't your thing. So, I mean, you had, a a basis. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of just refines itself. And I think that the culture that we create as a leader, as a mentor or as a coach or as anything that leads people, um, it's important because that is what's gonna to continue to drive you in the future.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, I think what's stumping me most about this too is I don't necessarily view myself as a leader. But you like, are. Yeah, but I don't I don't think of it that way. I, and I don't know why. Well, and, I
1: learned that a leader is someone who people look up to that is trying to drive a group of people to common goals. Right. Like essentially, at the end of the day, that's what leadership is.
0: Agreed, but for me, I think it, I, approach it more simplistically i i guess I mean, I mean yeah for me i think leader and i think you know
1: generals think, and ceos and, right higher
0: educated but it's higher, like that's not know.
1: but that's not always true like a teacher right. of a kindergarten class she's a leader absolutely like you well, know what oh I
0: mean? yeah and that's but
1: it's like a coach running a class that's a leader
0: agreed
1: a gym owner who employs coaches that's a leader
0: agree but I don't like it's on a small simple not, scale right
1: but it's still there
0: well yeah and, that's, and we
1: still follow suit we still we're all working to go you know to the to the same goal we're all working together but the orders come down from the top
0: right and I'm the top <clears> at <throat> this little realm yeah. here but yeah I still like I don't know why but that word is a block for me and <sighs> I I don't know what it is I just don't ever I think that might be true for a lot of
1: people I think a lot of people might not associate themselves like, Oh, I only have a small team of like three people. But it doesn't matter if if it's a group of people that look to you for guidance and you're working towards a specific goal, whether that be your goal, their goal, the company's goals, it doesn't matter. If you're all working towards a common goal, then
0: that's, that's leadership.
1: And it's like, I took a class of principles of leadership. Yes. One time ago, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> there's a topic that came up that's always like super controversial. It was about Hitler.
0: Okay.
1: Horrible person. We yeah. can all agree.
0: But he was amazing a great, leader. Yeah, he was.
1: Right, like his problem it's, was it's it's coming together as a group of people in leading this group to common goals. It never says good goals. No. <laughs> right? It could be bad goals, like exterminating a race. Like well, but, a
0: cult leader could be yeah, technically. But there's still
1: know. goals and you're still moving towards it. Like so that's leadership. So like at the end of the day, it can be in any form, whether it's positive right. or negative or large scale or small scale or a CEO of a company that employs twenty five thousand people. Like it, it doesn't matter every single leader will have their own culture that fits them and what they do. And then some people are gonna be a good fit and some people aren't. People are gonna come and people are gonna go. And I think it's important to create something that's open, that's trusting, that your people can, they can trust you, they can open up to you. And like the one word I wanna use is transparency. I think transparency is like you said, honesty, which I agree with. And I think that kind of falls in line with transparency is like, there's no, there's no shade. There's no keeping people in the dark. Like you're completely open, completely transparent. And it, I think it helps show to your people that you're not just the boss, but you're a person. Right.
0: Well, and you kind of, I think you, when we talked about leadership a few months ago, mm-hmm. I think we had that Hitler conversation too. And, and one of the things again, you know, um, if you read anything back through history and and Hitler and things like that, and yes, he was a leader. Mm -hmm. He had a goal. He had this-
1: Following. Following, Yeah.
0: you know, whatever it is. But he failed because he didn't trust his people. Mm -hmm. He didn't listen to his biggest advisors. He was so, I don't know, arrogant, blinded by what narcissistic, yeah. whatever it is. And so I think along with that role of leader, you know, then you have, you know, the, the people that are below you mm-hmm. and then taking in their counseling and their suggestions and being able to bounce things back on and off each other. I think that also helps form culture. Well, yeah, everybody, you the know, different point of views right. from
1: different people, like someone that works for you or is underneath you, they might see or feel an attitude of a group of people differently than you as the boss would. And then you can have those people to communicate almost like a liaison between Mm -hmm. the boss and between the people. Like that kind of stuff helps. And that comes with transparency. Like if I'm feeling something like, let's say in the gym, I'm feeling like an attitude of like negativity or this or that. And I feel like you're not open, or you're not transparent. Like I'm not going to communicate that stuff with you. Right. But we don't have that problem because we've created this culture of openness, um, you know, and welcoming, and 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 right. positivity. So like we don't have those issues, which is really nice.
0: I don't do drama. I don't like <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, we know. Um, but I also think like I believe, good or bad. I'm a strong believer that people come into another person's life, whether it be for a minuscule amount of time, or a lengthy amount of time, and in some way, we learn something, Mm -hmm. there's a purpose for that person to walk into your life, Mm -hmm. whether it be good or whether it be bad. I mean, you're not going to know that right away, Mm -hmm. you know, but giving any human being or any person the benefit of the doubt has always been something because you never really know what somebody's backstory is. What are they really going through, you Mm -hmm. know, outside of, you know, and one of the things for us is, you know, keeping everything as harmonious as possible in here is to leave the bullshit outside for an hour to. that you're mm-hmm. in here. Just enjoy the people that are around you. Enjoy the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get your groove on, get your sweat on. Enjoy and then, people you can
1: laugh with, you can joke with that make you happy.
0: Right. And for a tiny second, that worry or that stress, whatever is gone. Yeah. And then you have to, unfortunately, you know, go back and face it. You know, if I had a magic wand and I could just literally tap and make a wish or whatever to make everybody that has ever I know problems go away, I would, but unfortunately that one's broken.
1: Well, so I think, but you know, problems
0: I problems make
1: it. people who they are okay. and problems create culture. Right. Like going through bad stuff, going through good stuff, going through hard times, going through good times, going through sad times and happy times. Like all of that, although like that moment in your head, you're like, Fuck. you don't see it as, <laughs> building you don't see it as a speed no. bump you don't see it as this makes me stronger but over time all these little tiny occurrences will change you as a person
0: right in the same way like the people that you surround yourself mm-hmm. with that again are like-minded humans mm-hmm. they'll they'll pick you up they're not going to solve your problems but they're going to offer their hand as much as they can yeah to to help you mm-hmm. you know they again they might not be able to solve everything, but they'll at least do their best or at least let you try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that and again forms culture and our culture because it continues to build that trust among our mm-hmm. our our friends and our acquaintances. And you know, it's if they come to you with a problem and you try to fix and then you try to fix but you keep that to the yourself you're not spreading it like wildfire yeah. through the gym i mean because it, it's nobody's business but a lot of times for us we're so open in here anyways people just it just it's a, it gets aired out in a class sometimes yeah. it's almost like mm-hmm. a a therapy session in here we yeah. giggle we laugh and then you know mm-hmm. somebody comes in and they're heartbroken and you can feel it everybody can feel yeah. it and you know, if they want to talk about it, they do. If they don't, somehow magically by the end of class, <laughs> they have already, you know. Yeah. And no, I,
1: I agree with that. And, yeah. And that's why creating a strong base foundation or culture in this case, as we're talking about it, is extremely important. And, like, um, I want to move it one more step. Like, I, I it was a great question. Like, why is creating it so important? But, like, also maintaining that is also just as important. Like you created it. Good. It's a good start. It's a good base. It's a good foundation, but maintaining that positivity and openness and transparency and honesty over time is going to make that base even stronger. And I think that's kind of where we're at. I think the creating is done. Yeah. And I think it's the maintaining now. And I think that, as long as you're conscious and you keep just trying to just be a good person. We talk about it like a lot on a lot of podcasts, just be a good person. And it's kind of just gonna roll with the punches and like through the days, through the weeks, through the months, through the years, it's just gonna continue to build and get stronger. I don't think you ever stop creating, um, but but I think when you start focusing on maintaining, the creating kind of just starts just following. So, and
0: I think it also like, you create, well, then you establish the value, mm-hmm. you know, and as long as you hold on to that value and the integrity of what was a purpose to begin with, you know, and, and Jason and I, instead of having a mission statement for our business, mm-hmm. we have a why, why we did this, yeah. why we started this. And, you know, I think we shared that with everybody few years ago I probably should share it again because we have so many new people but our gym at that you know we were really going through a rough transition you know we really were mm-hmm. and we shared our why you know and it's it's so important for me because the the why is our true and honest thoughts Jason and I it's not a mission statement it's not mm-hmm. written in big fancy words i mean it's literally our telling of our story yeah. to whoever wants to read it. This mm-hmm. is why we did this. This is what we wanted to do. And, and that's as,
1: as transparent as it, as it gets, I think.
0: Yeah. And like
1: right off the bat.
0: I've read it several times over the years and there's not one piece of it. I mean, a mission statement should be like revised and you know reworked as, as things change. As things
1: change and goals change and yeah.
0: But our story. The why
1: will never change. Our why is not going to change. Because that's the reason why. That's Yeah, it's the reason why we,
0: yeah, we still come together Mm -hmm. and we still, you know, people come and go in in any culture Mm -hmm. and it's sad. You know, we've got, we had a big major transition Mm -hmm. yesterday and, you know, it's, he's not going anywhere. We'll still see him on occasion, but it, it's gonna be- Different. Weird, mm-hmm. yeah, So, yeah. but I think it's like a little void, but at the same time, our culture is strong enough that, yeah, we'll get used to it, but the first couple of classes are gonna be like, well, this is funky, yeah. you know, and where's that little annoying voice at, Yeah, you know?
1: and, and that's, <laughs> no, and like you said, things change, and it's right. important to know that in, culture or in what you have created and what you are maintaining, understanding that it will change. Right. Nothing will stay the same forever.
0: It'd be boring if it did.
1: Yeah. Like that's what you need to understand is as people come and people go and life changes and people move and this and that, your culture is going to constantly be turning. It's going to be a constant melting pot, but the why, the drive, the openness, transparency, as long as that stays there, the culture, the feelings, the atmosphere will remain the same, right. even though the people inside of it may change. The atmosphere of the culture will will maintain right. as long as you just keep doing being a good person.
0: Right, and that, and that, I think that's some of it too. Is like our hope is that you know the people that we do surround and mm-hmm. they get their their good feelings in here too. And the the hope is always that the positivity that's in here, you know, even if they're having a crap day and they come mm-hmm. in here and they can get a little, little moment of peace or whatever it, it as soon as they go outside, their mood is different. Mm-hmm. And so if they could, you know, potentially move that forward to somebody else, you know, Pay it forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. And it doesn't, again, we've, we've talked about this before, but there's just so much out <laughs> in, yeah. in, in the last couple of days have, have been even more so, mm-hmm. you know, there's just been, just major changes and there's so much negativity. And I think- And everyone's
1: going through it. it, Yeah. It's not just the individual.
0: No. Like a
1: lot of your problems, like you think you're the only one suffering from them, but you're not. No.
0: And I think having- There's 7
1: billion people on this planet. Like, trust me, you are not alone.
0: Yeah. But if you, there's no way for us to, again, reach out to those 7 billion. Mm -hmm. But if you have a culture, or a go-to. And sometimes, you know, it it's better not to, I wanna say go to your immediate family, like your sisters, your spouse, or whatever. Sometimes you need to step and outside. outside. Yeah. And if we have, you know, that relationship that's strong with everybody that's in here, mm-hmm. then that person has another, you know, avenue to go to. And so then again, that's important to me because, Something that I might say might not be a damn bit of good to any anybody, uh-huh. but something that maybe one of our members can express to another member might be all the. Because it's coming
1: from a different place, yeah. Yeah, it and, might be
0: just the slightest little bit, but to start again, to surround yourself with the mm-hmm. same like-minded individuals to hold on to that culture.
1: Yeah, and you can, can learn different. something from anybody. Like I had, I had a leader one time, and when I was in the army, and so my squad leader, I couldn't stand him. I I just couldn't, like he was just not like, he didn't care about you guys. Like he like, it was just like whatever to him. And then, so somebody told me like, well, you can still learn from him. Yeah. I'm like, no, I can't learn anything from him. Like he's a dirt bag not and like learn what not to be. Mm-hmm. And it as like cliche as it may sound, literally when he told me you can learn what not to be that, for some reason, spark something. And then that's what made, like literally that, con- that statement made me want to become an NCO and become a sergeant, right? And to go and to do this and then to get my own soldiers and to lead them and then literally do the opposite. Right. And I did it. Like less than a hard. year. Yeah, less than a year later, like we came back from deployment and I went to my board and I had promotion points and I made cutoff and like I got promoted and then like I literally did the exact opposite. Right. I took all my counseling statements, which are like evals, performance evaluations. I took all my evals serious to heart. Like mm-hmm. didn't blanket statement anything. Like everybody got my time, put people in for awards, I put people in for boards, I put people in for classes. And like that one statement of like, you can learn what not to be, like just, I don't know, it just, it sparked something in me. And then so I wanted to create a completely different culture of what we previously had.
0: Right, and then that again, without even meaning to, Mm -hmm. you changed those soldiers underneath you. Yeah. You know, it was was just, your initial drive to be mm-hmm. better and to change something that you saw yeah. that was broken. And then in that, you know, chain, it almost chain reaction yeah. of trying to fix that one thing that was broken. It just, again, it trickles down and trickles down mm-hmm. and trickles down. And I think that's something that we all need and it gets lost sometimes. But again, negative stuff, positive stuff, it's, it's always easy to look at all the good and positive stuff and, and pay more attention to that than it is the yucky negative stuff. But
1: the yucky negative stuff is what makes you better. Right. It does. It does. And that's in anything. That's at work. That's in the gym. Like Like those days like in the gym where it's like you are not feeling it. You don't want to do it. Those are the days that make you better. Like when you're like, I don't want to go to work. I can't deal with this. I have too much stuff to do. You're overwhelmed, but you go and then you get it done. And then the next day you're in a better place than you were the previous day. It made you better. And like people like to shut out negative stuff because it's not fun. No. But those are the things in life that make you better. Like those are like overcoming the situations and like banding together, like a group of people and getting people through it. Like at work, if we see that someone is like, seriously struggling they got a lot thrown on them blah 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 blah. we'll knock our stuff out and everybody will go help them right Right. like we'll come together as people and then like like so the culture that was created like let's say in my department that is why everyone comes back to work the next day
0: yeah they yeah you almost look forward
1: to yeah you're looking forward to your
0: job you're looking
1: forward to To the the people and that
0: even working sucks
1: Nobody oh. likes nobody likes working. If everyone could stay home and hang out with their families all day, I'm pretty sure almost everybody would. Eh. Almost, I said almost, almost everyone, almost everyone. But yeah, it's nice. Maybe you don't have the best job, if you have a good group of people. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's what makes it.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I, so something that I have always—I don't know if you've ever heard me say this or not—but um, I've ingrained it in my my kid tolerance for other people if you can learn mm-hmm. that you're golden because there's no way that you are going to 100 like, like everybody all the time and we and I, even even i years, cannot like you
1: but i can work with you right well even <laughs> in,
0: the, in this situation like with the gym and everything i mean yeah we have our oddballs you uh, know and we ha- so they're not always gonna mesh with everybody but at the same time there's tolerance Mm -hmm. you know yeah and
1: no i agree you know and that's
0: important and i think that's important in a culture because one thing about having a good culture of people is again the transparency but not being afraid to really truly be yourself and if Mm you just happen to be one of those over the top people that are slightly annoying and they are somebody's gonna not really you know necessarily want to hang out with you but they'll work out next to you you know and and that might
1: be a tough pill to swallow when you finally do realize like oh they don't like me right not everyone's gonna like you and you're not going to like everybody you don't want
0: everybody to like
1: you just having that basic human decency and that respect to just yeah to work out next to that person or if you're tasked to do something with an individual at work and you guys don't get along that doesn't matter like put that aside like and if you have to operate on a professional basis all the time to get through something, then that's what needs that's to what happen. Then that's what you do. All right. I, and then I think it's important on if you're the, especially if you're the leader, like going back to leadership and you're the leader, creating a culture that runs off of respect mm-hmm. for others, I think you're much more apt to be able to adapt and overcome um, bad situations and stuff like that because your culture has been defined to, well, we might not like each other, but right. at least we can get the task done.
0: Right, and I think too is is my side of things, I know so much more about every individual person, mm-hmm. the backstory, like, like some people, like I'm talking like the backstory, how they were raised, what situation they grew up in. Mm-hmm. And there's some tough situations. Yeah. You know, and it's not my place to to justify anything for anybody, but it does I think allow me to have a little Understand. bit more understanding mm-hmm. and empathy yeah. as to maybe why this person is a little more quirky than everybody else. Yeah. You know, and But you
1: could still work for change.
0: Right. You can't. And, and Don't let the
1: past define who you are now, right. like use it, build from it, but work for change.
0: Right. And I've had to have that conversation with like, I understand that you came from rough beginnings and mm-hmm. yes, that has imprinted on you, but at the same time as you are now, you have choices. Yeah. That doesn't make you, you know, who you are. Right. If you're recognizing mm-hmm. this flaw in yourself and I'm not calling it, this is their words. This was a flaw in themselves. Then
1: work Do on
0: it Work on it. Mm-hmm. you know and then when you're called out because you're not working on it then you go oh dang it i mm-hmm. slipped here we go and, yeah. and then that's just kind of how you know i approach things but again i'm not going to make somebody like somebody because i happen to know a little bit more about them no <laughs> that's not my place no i'm not going to create that
1: that's a whole different relationship than what you have no, with them that's
0: not no but I think encouraging understanding and empathy mm-hmm. for fellow humans is important, and that's not only in this culture, but it's that culture. And mm-hmm. I, you know, when I say that culture, I mean when we step out of our places of comfort. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to say our home because it's our places of comfort. And this community that we have is a place of comfort for a lot of people, but same thing, their home is a place of comfort, and then when we leave those places of comfort, then we're bombarded by uh-huh. several cultures, you know, and thinkings and, you know, super liberals or not yeah. liberals or conservative. I mean, it's like, can no, I believe this I like, word. I like yeah. that you say
1: several cultures because people hear the word culture and then they automatically think of like religious background, spiritual background, like stuff like where you live, the country that you're in. Now, all that's true. But it doesn't define it. I have a culture at work. I have a culture at the gym. I have a culture with my group of friends. I have a culture with family. Like you can have multiple different cultures depending on what area or like what you're operating in. And that's why I like that Alex really defined like culture in your respective area or field, whether that be work, whether that be coaching in a gym, whether that be um, leading a uh, um, a book club, like, it doesn't matter, like, it's people, common goal, and if they look up to you, whether you wanted to be the leader or not, if people look up to you or you're put into a situation, you're the leader now. Right. Whether you want to be or not, but just try to be, like, not all leaders wanted to be leaders. True. Right? Like, there's people who, like, they just get thrown into something because- like somebody gets removed or someone passes away and it's like, hey, you're the boss now. Oh, and yeah. It's like you never meant to be, but, but you are. So all you can do is just just do what you think is right at the end of the day. Like just do what you think is right. Yeah. And well,
0: There's a lot of like not taking this in a religious side of it, but there's a lot of very well-known religious people in our history that mm-hmm. never intended on being leaders, but because of one. Just their
1: passion. People overflowed followed them. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't mm-hmm.
0: help it. You know, and, and it, you know, Gandhi 100%. and Mother Teresa and all those people. And it's like, I,
1: I they don't didn't wake up and be like, I want to lead millions of people.
0: I, I think if you do wake up and have that, it's, hot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, no, but yeah, your passion and your drive, people liked it. Right. And started following you.
0: Well, well, for me, I've always been, my mom used to, I've animated. Mm-hmm. I'm very no. colorful, no. so to speak. Yeah. And so I, I will it. talk to anybody.
1: About anything. About,
0: yeah. If I can spark up a conversation, I will. And so I've always been that way. Mm-hmm. I've always been loud and outgoing. Um, and so I, I don't want to, s- I just always had people mm-hmm. like just, you know, and I wouldn't say necessarily I understand. like understand because
1: I'm the same people. way, I'm the same way, yeah.
0: But, and at the same time, it was never a conscious thought of going out and doing that, but it just, I don't know, I'm a loud mouth and Yeah, real. no, like, yeah. no. <laughs> so I don't and know, that's, like people are just drawn instantly. And that's happened to
1: me at work, like, at work we're all equals, but like, I'm the more outspoken one and the more.
0: <sighs> that just happened to me at work and like, I Like,
1: not afraid of the spotlight, like some people are like, oh, nope. Oh, I don't want to do, I don't want, yeah, like, oh, like, these people are doing a walkthrough. And it's like, nope, I'll be hiding in the corner. Like, I'm not that way. So then. If people are doing a walkthrough, I want them to see what I want them to see. I'm yeah, not show. But what I'm saying is, like. <laughs> I'm going to guide that. So, like, even though I'm not the leader, you too, I'll the get world. thrown out. To the wolves. And, in, in, you know, in the front line to represent, I suppose, if you want to, if you want to say that. But, I mean. It's, it's important to just, I think it's just important just to be a good person and do, and do the best. And if people look up to you and you don't want to be the leader, but you are just do right by them.
0: Yeah. It holds a certain responsibility, whether you want it to or not. I mean, and you can be honest. I think like, look guys, I appreciate it. And I, I know, but I'm just not comfortable.
1: But, and if, and that happens, look for an exit. Look for like, express your opinions. I don't want to do this. I will do it. Like, please find somebody else. But while you're in that capacity, it's important to, yeah. Cause don't like, if you get thrown out to the wolves and it may suck and it might be extremely uncomfortable and you don't want people to look up to you, but they do just know that your views, your attitudes, your actions, all these people are seeing. Right. So just do right by you, do right by them. And if it's not for you, then find an exit. All right. Like get someone else to replace you, express your opinions, blah, 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 Like, hey, I don't want to be in the spotlight. I don't want to be a leader. Like I'm a great follower. Like if that, that's fine.
0: Yeah, but, there's well, nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah. You know, but, and that's
0: okay. Cause mm-hmm. there, I mean, there's definitely some people that are just.
1: They don't want it. No, nope, they're shy. Not they, they're not that person and yeah. that's okay. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's, that's kind of like. There's two. leaders and there's followers. A leader can't be a leader without followers. That's and true. And followers can't be followers without a leader. You need each other. There's a balance. Yeah. Like, you can't be a leader of nobody. Then you're just a lunatic running around. Hey, there's
0: nothing wrong with being lunatics.
1: But you re- can be the leader of the voices in your head. You know what I'm saying? Is like, like.
0: I am voice number one. A leader and I needs control.
1: followers, and followers need a leader. Like you need each other. You need a there. There is a balance there. Right. So.
0: Well, like even in. Again, rolling back to the culture of our gym, it's like the way that it kind of steps down. Like we were joking about it yesterday. If Jason and I aren't here, you know, or it, then it falls to my coaches, mm-hmm. you know, and they need to be able to step up. But that's, and that's expected of them. And so when they agreed to coach for us, that was part of the deal. And I've told you guys several times, like, if something happens, you better be able to tell me and Jason what happened and why it happened, because Uh when this is your class, I know I butt in, but it's still your class. Mm -hmm. And I've also been told by my coaches, this is my class. Stop butting in my class, (laughs) go away, Yeah. you know, but.
1: But it's important that we feel respected Right. enough to be able to tell you that like how right. many people can go and say that they can tell their boss like hey you know what this is my thing you need to get leave. off my floor a lot of people don't feel comfortable doing that right and it's if when you create a culture of respect you respect us we respect you and it's like if i say cam get out of here you're distracting everybody like you know it's I'll coming out but i'll go away. but you know it's coming from a good place oh yeah
0: yeah, like but we're not just you telling
1: to. you off in front of a class like it's not like that no
0: actually everybody laughs when that happens <laughs> yeah. well what was it um, shoot a couple of weeks ago Chris was going he finally got his 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 class where he's still in training but where I wasn't allowed to butt in none okay coaches, yeah yeah, yeah. Right? it was supposed to
1: sit back and watch
0: I was supposed to sit back and watch and Jason was here and I kid you not I got told to go home you I'm like I the class hasn't started yet they're like Go home.
1: Bye.
0: Quit asking Chris if he has everything he needs. He's go good. Go home. Yeah. This is on him. Do you go around and ask Katie and TJ if they have everything they need? Sometimes no. <laughs> go home. So I got sent yeah. home for like I think three days in a row. That's funny. Don't be here. Let him run. And he, of course, he did. Per- he did fine. He did great. Well, you know, there was no emergencies, <laughs> but.
1: We used to do that with you all the time. You'd always show up for 5.30 and we're like, don't. There's no reason for you to be here. I,
0: yeah, and I. Sleep. (laughs) I do try to sleep sometimes. I I do, okay, but. Yeah. And I don't ever do, like, I've never thought to myself, oh my God, I have to go check in on my coaches. I've never, ever had that thought. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's like, I just notice something and it's instinct for me Uh to bleh. Versus turning and going, hey, could you deal with this? No Yeah you, At the time You guys were actually Doing something else I just happened well, but to
1: You do it something. in a good way Cause I I mean I can only Speak for myself But I'm pretty sure Like hey, the other, Yeah no, The other no, coaches no, no. Would agree that We know that it, it comes from a good place Right And it's not that You're trying to take over Or prove to us That you're the head honcho But it's just it's just a concern and you express it. And that's just, that's the way you operate. Like, and we all know the way you operate and you know the way we operate. And like, like I said, there's that mutual respect that like we understand, like I'm the same way. Like I have to say something sometimes to where like some people will never say anything. Right. It's just, you adapt to the people you're around.
0: Yeah. Well, like with Katie and I don't know, we've talked this, I think we have a little bit before. It's like, she, she's our,
1: She's, yeah, she's
0: still our youngest
1: coach. She's our youngest and most senior coach. She is.
0: She's she's a freaking rock star, guys. I, I, she's like my other kid. Um, she could have been my other kid. She actually acts like my other kid. But anyways, when she first started working for us, it she was, Katie, I think, could lead if she was put in that position, but I don't, and this is nothing against Katie. I don't think she would, jump at a chance mm. and so what i mean by that is when we first started putting her on the floor and stuff we really had to toughen that girl up
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: to stand her ground and she take control and she, what me, she does oh she does it well wh- wh- yeah now she understands she does it way
1: more aggressively than the rest of us
0: <laughs> i know <laughs> you know but she's she's learned that and then from that she is a leader
1: 100 mm-hmm. percent.
0: you know and it was, and we
1: all look up to her i do I look up to her as a coach, like I, her and I, we bounce ideas off of each other all the time. And like, we ask like, Hey, how would you do this? Or how would you explain this? And like, I I ask her questions all the time. Yeah.
0: She's an amazing young lady. I Mm -hmm. mean, just she's smart as all get out. And I know right now she's, I know she listens. So she's going to think, I'm not, she'll undervalue herself, but that's just, that's just how she is. But she, like, she kills it. I have like, She'll kill her class. Like, if it's loud and obnoxious, she'll roll that in. Yeah. And she, like, pull, she's not a mom, but man, she'll pull on that mom tone. Yeah. And it's like, I've even stopped at cold times. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: And sometimes you need that. Some classes right. are smooth, and, right. and then other things, like, <laughs>
0: But I think it goes to our culture too. These gyms is is like that, a kindergarten yeah. class. <laughs> Some there are.
1: Like sometimes we all listen very well, and then there's other times where like everyone's just wild. Like, Everybody's
0: on sugar or something. Yeah,
1: or like it it's a Friday or here, like everyone's like the week's over and like people are in good moods and they're talking and this and that and then but you gotta you gotta get them back to square one and Katie right. does a really good job at getting everybody back like being stern and I want to say aggressive but not overbearing and tyranny.
0: Right. Well, I bring her up because she being our youngest Mm -hmm. coach, and then she's been with me the longest, like since day one, we've opened the doors. There's been Katie. But when you view her background compared to Jason's background, my background, yours, and then now Chris's, we have already built in leader positions Mm -hmm. in our background. Yeah. You know, where I honestly would, you know, say that this this is Katie's when she's coaching. This is her first leader position mm-hmm. and she has developed that skill. And that's what I'm saying, you're not always you can be born a leader, but it mean doesn't mean anything. It means you have to develop that skill to to take charge and mm-hmm. to keep everything flow. And so I know if anything was to happen to me, and, or I had to be out of town, that I always tell Katie, all right, I gotta go out of town.
1: Mm-hmm. You're in charge.
0: You're in charge. Yeah. And that girl steps up. Mm-hmm. You know. And then you guys, even though you're older than, or older than she is, that respect, that understanding is there. And even yeah. ingrained in our culture, they know when Jason and I are not in here because we've had to go do something. Mm-hmm. If there's an issue, definitely can go to Katie. You know, or you guys know if there's an issue, then you can go to Katie and you guys can talk about it. If yeah. Katie needs to get a hold of us or something like that, then that's there. And so that in itself, again, think leads to our culture and mm-hmm. that whether you wanted to being shy or not shy or whatever, coming in and, and being a coach for us, you are a leader. Mm-hmm. I mean... I
1: mean People look up to you. Yeah. And people expect you. you, Yeah. Yeah. There's an expectation of being a subject matter expert. Now, do we know every single thing there is to know about fitness and lifting and this and that? Absolutely not. Nobody. However, in our position and what we do, we are the experts and people do look up to us and people do ask us questions and this and that. And if you don't know, it's okay to say, I don't know, let me find out. That's a good question. I've done it multiple times. People have asked me like, well, what does this actually do? Or why are we doing this? And it's like, I will explain why we're doing it. Like I give you the reasoning for it. And I feel like when people have a reason or a purpose of why they're doing something, they're more open and receptive to it. And I learned that really young in, in, in the military. You, if you're the boss and you can go tell people, Hey, we're going to lay out all of our equipment and we're going to inventory it. and We're going to put it back. and It's going to take all day. They're going to do it. But yeah. if you tell them why we're doing this, we're doing it for accountability. We're doing it to make, make sure, sure that everything is ever functioning there. properly. Yeah. We're doing making sure that if push comes to shove and we need to use our equipment, we know how many we have. We know it works. We know this and we know that. And then we're like, Oh, Okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. Like, people will do what you tell them to do if the position dictates it, but if they know why they're doing it and have a purpose for why they're doing it and an understanding, then people are a lot more receptive and understand. And that's why I, Katie does a really good job at it. That's why we really explain what we're doing and why are we doing this and why are we doing it this way and how is it helping us?
0: Well, I also think the other important part of that is is with our leaders in in this gym and also the culture that we have
1: Mm -hmm.
0: our coaches are not afraid to say hey i am not the best at this movement because you know my wrist is whatever okay and but they're good at still explaining it Uh or if there's another coach in class Having them demonstrate and then having them break that down, and I think that again lends to the respect that our coaches have for our members mm-hmm. and our culture. That we're not perfect; we all have things. Um, I, I to me, a coach has to have flaws. There has to be, they can't be something. Perfect. Yeah, that yeah, they're still always continuing to work on because, and I also demand that my coaches work out in our gym. They should be working amongst our members because mm. again, I think that alters our culture. That's a respect thing. I mean, if they're not willing to do our programming, then what does that say? Why mm. should our members be doing that? So again, I think mm. it establishes that, what you said, transparency yeah. and why it's so important, you know, to be transparent. Well, you know? it shows that
1: they're a human. It shows that they're a person. Like when they're coaching, they're coaching, but then when they're working out, I think people- You see them so I, far. Well, I think a lot of people, they look to us coaches as like, we're really good. We're really fit. We're strong, this and that. And like, that may be true, Right. but we're not perfect. No, we have- Like, yeah, yeah I'm really good at lifting, but make me do 100 burpees. I'm not good at Make you be, do air squats. Yeah, it's like- It, like you said, like working out with the other people and with the individuals, I think is really important because you do create those friendship bonds Um, when you're coaching. It creates those coaching bonds that are different. And, but it does show that we're together. We're a community. We're a family. We're, you know, a culture. Yeah. We're all doing the same thing.
0: Right. Right. And and a lot of things, too, is I think, you know, and we'll start to wrap this up is that being open to, change or editing said culture or taking things in a maybe a different way that would improve Mm -hmm. should always be on the table. I don't think it should ever not be trying to improve anything, Mm -hmm. yourself or your environment or, you know, whatever... Yeah, you're the leader of whether it be your own family or like you had said a book club or uh, a coach in a gym or a coach. here. A really... coach on your kids' um, soccer, soccer team. Soccer team. Or, you know, I mean,
1: or a t-ball team. Have you it's ever like,
0: watched a little tiny three-year-olds play soccer? I coached oh my, Cole's
1: soccer team when he was four.
0: It's so cute. They just kind of all heard like little <laughs> birds in one yeah. place, you know, and you know that that coach is just beaming with pride. They mm-hmm. might not have got a dang goal, but man, they were all moving well, in the right direction. Yeah, and we've all time. had our
1: happy coach yeah. moments.
0: Oh, I, yeah, I get my coach. Like We model.
1: freak out when people get something yeah. for the first time that they've been working on. Like it.
0: And I think that, again, reestablishes our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, that we do celebrate those milestones, yeah. those achievements. As those- little
1: as it may seem to you, Oh, we're ecstatic. We make it a big deal.
0: Oh, yeah, I'll brag. I, there's so many times a coach has witnessed something and it just like trickles up to me. Oh, And yeah. then I'll go
1: to, I said, I heard. I'll go tell you, I'll go tell Katie, I'll go, it's like, yeah. I'll tell the class. Like, and then the
0: next time I see that individual, I'm like, I heard some yeah. amazing news about yeah. you. And they're like, what? And then I go, because tell we them, take
1: pride oh, in what yeah. we do and we take pride in our athletes and the people that we coach. Like, I'm here to get better, I'm here to get stronger, I'm here to get fitter, I'm here to be a better person. But I am also here to make sure that all of the athletes and coaches and owners and everyone that's in this gym around me, I am also here to make sure that they are growing and they are getting better. And it's not just me making sure that this one athlete's getting better, but I want Katie to get better. I want you to get better and Jason and Chris. And I, I want everyone to succeed and to keep pushing and to keep getting better and I think our culture really supports that. And that kind of goes back to people are gonna come, people are gonna go, things are gonna change, environments are gonna change, but that culture that we create, as long as we maintain it, that culture will stay intact.
0: Yeah, and I personally think our culture, there's not just one leader, I think we have several. Mm-hmm. You know, and they all have their roles and they're all willing to work with each other and bounce ideas off each other and give each other shit. Mm-hmm. And that to me, that's a blessing.
1: But in the athletes also, I, oh, like, yeah, just, just cause you're not a coach, like there's individuals here that you can tell other athletes look up to oh, yeah. that that's other cool. athletes talk Aspire to, to ask yeah. questions about. And like, they, they're not the greatest, most in peak physical condition on the planet, but just they have created this you know, environment that's safe and other people gravitate towards and like it's not just the coaches like it's athletes look up to other athletes as well
0: right and that again I mean whether they want it to be or not they're a it hap- leader are a leader mm-hmm. in our culture yeah it just, it just sucks them in mm-hmm. and again if, it, if we had anybody who just was whatever reason that just wasn't it was causing negativity well that it just wouldn't be part of the culture mm-hmm. and I think they would understand that probably pretty quick it would just make them feel awkward Mm -hmm. you know so um final thought because we are going to wrap this one up
1: uh final thought uh going back to the question is why is the culture that we create is important because when you take it seriously and you create something good good things will happen Agreed. that's why i think that's why it's important you create good things good act, good positivity good attitudes and not intentional and good good. Will it just
0: naturally flows mm-hmm. you know yeah. and i think that's the best type of good it's it's not fake good it's it just happens
1: yeah be a good person
0: yeah as always yeah absolutely be a good person guys i know this past week there has been some major freaking changes i'm not going to even go into them um but as tj and i always say just be nice be mm-hmm. a kind human being
1: your smile might be the thing that gets someone through the day oh
0: my god yeah yeah you're just saying hi when somebody mm-hmm. you know pass them on the road or you know walking or whatever like that so um Alex thank you so much great for question. The question it yeah. was thank I mean you so much this one actually again it made me really have to pause think. a few times to think yeah mm-hmm. um and so yeah thank you I mean hundred times over we appreciate you taking your time um, from Germany yeah. and, and shooting us this. And we
1: miss you guys and the kids, so.
0: We do, I'm almost afraid of how big the kids are. They're probably all taller than I am.
1: Giants probably. They
0: probably are, but as always guys, again, be good, be kind, mm-hmm. you know, love your fellow man as much as you possibly can. Uh, if you guys want to come and join and chit chat with us, Katie, um, we would love to have yep. you guys here. Drop um, us a
1: question, a yeah, topic.
0: Yeah, like us, share us, tell all your friends about us. Create a culture with us. (laughs) Create a culture with us. All right, you guys have a wonderful week, and hopefully, we'll be talking to you guys all soon.
1: All right, bye, guys. Bye.